Welcome back to Toe in the Line. Mike and Matt on your Tuesday. Sorry we missed you yesterday. It's Matt's fault. Okay. Uh, so we're going <laughs> to... We're going to do a couple of things, a, a brief sports update, followed by our regularly scheduled program for Tuesday, the this and that. Uh, one of the things, so I didn't really watch a whole lot of sports this weekend. I was preoccupied, Matt. I got, I'm sorry, I ate my Belveda uh, crackers, yeah, I can biscuits, Still and like, yeah, it, it's, it's tough, so I apologize. Yeah, you should. The biggest takeaway that I got from this weekend is that the Ravens are the best team in the NFL, and it's really not even all that close. At the rate they're playing against teams that are postseason bound, right? We knew what they could do against the Bengals, and truth be told, and they that, was did. A trap ga- that was a trap game, and they did not get even remotely close to being trapped. Not at all. But what they were doing to the potential fourth seed slash uh, wild card team in the Houston Texans, I mean, right, there's – you have a comparable quarterback in Watson on the other side to Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and they sacked him six times. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, what you're looking at is a Ravens defense who at the beginning of the year looked abysmal, and now has gotten their stuff together as their offense has continued to stay what is exquisite. And so for me, I agree with you. They did beat the Patriots, which was a big win. Um, but the thing for me that I'm seeing continuously is even when like one aspect of their game falters, Justin Tucker missed another field goal, which, you know, you start getting a little nervous here and there, but I think he'll come through when it's clutch. Um, special teams hasn't been great this year. Defense rises to the occasion. Offense comes through. It's If the defense is bad, the offense puts up 45. It, you're looking at a full, a well-rounded team that's going to afford to make mistakes in games, which I've never seen in a Ravens team. Well, that and I just haven't seen a complete football team from anywhere else. I mean, Tom Brady didn't throw a touchdown pass in their seven-point win against the Eagles. The only touchdown pass thrown in that game was from a wide receiver. Uh, who else? What are we looking at? Uh, the Steelers, crapshoot. Um, the, the Redskins, just crap. Um, you, look at, you look at even like the 49ers who yeah. have one loss. But, they, but, they're, but, but there's still something about the 49ers that screams, I don't know. Yeah, I know. And they, I mean, they almost lost to the Cardinals, but then you say, well, the Cardinals are an up and coming youthful team and what have you. I think that there's some really good coach teams around the league that are kind of putting a facade across the actual talent. I think that the Ravens have good coaching and good talent, and that's an interesting dynamic. All right, give me one overrated team and one underrated team to this point in the season. The most underrated team, I do think, is the Cardinals. And I don't think they're going to do anything. And I don't think they'll, they're in the hardest division of football, in my opinion. Hard to be uh, underrated when you got three wins. Hear you, but if you looked at what they looked like last year, they had one year and they fired their coach. I think that they have talent. I think they're putting things together, and I don't think that they are getting the love they deserve because all their games, including the one they get, they played against the Ravens, was close. And so I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to tell you right now, I think the Cardinals are going to be a really good team next year. Now, if I'm going, who's a playoff team that's underrated? Uh, Minnesota, even though. They continue to um, make things interesting. They have one of the best records in football, including being the Cowboys last week. So Minnesota is an underrated team. They played the Broncos last week there, Chief. No, I mean, yeah, sure, okay, sure. I mean, like two weeks ago. Like, gotcha, okay, I hear you. I'm talking yep. of this, using this past week as current. Gotcha. Um, and they came close to losing to that game, but that, to me, shows that they are also um, 
they had the capacity to come back, which is actually a very important skill that Kirk Cousins never really had. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that was a good, resilient comeback. It doesn't matter how you get the win. It's just the matter that you do get the win. My my underrated team is the Oakland Raiders. People gave John Gruden all kind of shit whenever he signed his eight-year contract. And right now, he got them on the verge of the playoffs. They're 6-5. and five. Uh, mm-hmm. Card... You know, Carr does. He's an accurate. Court. He's not going to win an MVP or anything like that, but he's not going to lose you football games. He identified a great rookie running back in Jacobs coming out of Alabama. Uh, yeah. the, the defense. You know, again, people gave him shit whenever he traded Khalil Mack to the Bears for two first rounders. You can't really do that anymore. You know. Yeah. Um, and then my most overrated team. I've never seen a team get more love. Uh, that's just not good than the Los Angeles Rams. And I get that they were in the Super Bowl last year, and I get that Sean McVay is this wonder kid, but I think he's outsmarting himself. I, I think that uh, the, the lack of running back, and it kind of just goes to show why you don't pay a running back. You gave Gurley all this money, now you can't get rid of him, and he's not doing anything for you. Right. Uh, it's And then the defense, the defense should be a lot better than they are as well. Um, you know, when you have... Yeah? That was creepy. That was, but you got a monster in your office? Maybe. Okay. But yeah, overrated, Rams underrated, the Oakland Raiders. My overrated, um, and just as a sidebar, and I'm going to go back and forth on this because I don't think that schedules matters much, but I will say that my overrated team is the Green Bay Packers. They have a great season. They are going to probably make the playoffs. Um, but I, they lost to the Eagles. Fine. They beat the Broncos by a little bit. They barely beat the Bears. Um, like, like, they have quality wins in their division. Again, a pretty good division, but um, I'm looking at them, and the one game that stuck out to me the most was the Chargers' loss. I don't think the Chargers are a good football team. No. And Green Bay looked bad. Now, they stomped the Raiders, which I do think the Raiders are uh, – I'm looking at their schedule. Um, I'm not super impressed with most of their wins. And the, the biggest one they had this year – uh, in my opinion, was to the Colts. Um, but other than that, they're beating teams they probably should beat. The, the like Colts have talent. been an, the, the Colts have been a nice story, but at the end of the day, you have yeah. Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback. Yeah. No, I'm not taking away from him, but they'll they'll be in the playoffs. They're right now. They're arguably um, the what was it? Not arguably, but they're what is their record? The Colts are. Nobody cares what the Colts are. That's besides the point. I want to mo- six and four. I think that the, well, you're saying that they're you think that they're overrated. I didn't say that. I don't think that the well, you said they have Jacoby Brissett. So to me, it seems like you think they're overrated. I think the Colts are playing above where anybody's expected them to play. But I think ultimately, at the end of the day, the Colts are a 500 team, maybe a nine and seven. I want to transition to baseball real quick uh, because the ballot for the 2020 Hall of Fame came out uh, yesterday, and uh, quite underwhelming if you ask me but I want to get your views on it. I mean, Derek Jeter is going to walk in. The question is is he is he going to be unanimous like like Mo uh, Rivera was last year. Um and then you have a, a, the rest of these guys. Uh just give me a quick in or out on these guys, all right? Mhm. Bobby Abreu. No. Jason Giambi. Uh, no, the Giambino stays out. Mm. Cliff Lee, too much, uh, too much. Cliff Lee, I don't know enough numbers, but no. Rafael Furcal, no. Eric Chavez, no. Josh Beckett, 
Ooh. Maybe. Brian Roberts. No. Alfonso Soriano. No. He of Moneyball fame, Carlos Pena. No. Paul Conerco. Good career, no. Now here's where we're getting to the real numbers who, I don't know, Sean Figgins. Who? He no, spells I, I, his name with a C-H. It's definitely, I know, it's Chone. Chone Figgins. <laughs> Raul Ibanez. No. He used to pack a fat, fat, fat lip of dip. Uh, Brad Penny. No. The big donkey, Adam Dunn. Love watching him, but no. He, I, I think he might be close. Adam Dunn, I don't think he... He, he hit wasn't. over 400 homers. Yeah, but he was a, He was not a... Uh, I mean, like, in what capacity? Like, I think he's just a, a bat. I don't think he did much else. He was I, your, I, he, He's your modern-day home run, strikeout, or walk guy. Yeah, and those guys, in my opinion, aren't Hall of Famers. I agree. Told, I agree. But So that's my no. J.J. Putz. Jesus. I'd rather put J.J. Hardy in than J.J. Putz. Jose Valverde. No. And Heath Bell. No, is there others? I I, I, so I mean, you got the 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 holdovers. You got Kirk Schilling, uh, Roger Clemens, uh, Barry Bonds, Larry it? Walker. You want to do those well, ones? Let's do those ones too. Well, well, I have like Todd Helton written down. I don't. Yep. I, he's. I don't think he's going to get in, but he's closer than any of the other people. Yeah, I mean, so Schilling. Uh, no, none of. I don't have any of the um, the steroid, the steroid guys. guys. You're okay. I'm one, the, I'm one of those. All right, so so then moving down, Larry Walker. Right, so I do. I I think Larry Walker has a chance. I think any the, the, Omar Vizquel. Yeah. Yes, yeah, one of the best gloves I've ever seen. Andy Pettit. He's on the fence. Andrew uh, Jones. On the fence. Yeah. It's a pretty underwhelming class. I mean, like like I said, Jeter will walk right in as well. He should. Other than what that, Gary. She- what about Gary Sheffield? I've always liked Chef. For some yeah. reason, he's not getting the the voters' love. Um, yeah. He's coming into his seventh year on the ballot. He's polling at a thirteen point six percent last year. You need seventy five percent to make it. Yeah. The closest guy is Kurt Schilling at sixty, and yeah, Clemens and Bonds are right behind him at fifty nine. I don't like them all. All right, cool. All right, shifting. All right, this or that. It's your. There it is. Shame on you, bitches. It's your uh, this or that. I have a couple here. Nice. Um, and they're all very, uh, they have no theme at all. <laughs> um, this one's specifically for you, and I think it's hilarious because uh, I know your answer already. But would you rather lose the ability to read or lose <laughs> the ability to speak? Oh, I don't have the ability to read anyway, so I ain't losing That's anything right. there. And I would shift it. I would rather not be able to speak because no one listens anyway. That would be a shitty podcast. Or just, would it? No, I don't think it would. I would just start pointing the things in a book, and you can read them out loud, or mm. I'll write them down. Back to the fact that I can't read. That's valid, and we would be failures. <laughs> um, but here is um, – this one's just random. Just go with this one, and the last one we'll talk about. Would you rather be covered in fur or scales? <sighs> fur. Same. Yeah, that way I could like sleep in the snow. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you could be like a bear. Yeah. Versus like scales is... Uh, yeah, you're just in the water. And then people tend to be more creeped out by scales. That's the other thing. People would pet the hell out of me. Yeah, that's what you would want, right? See, I'm an anti-people person, but I still want fur. <laughs> um, okay. So, my question to you, 
and this one's kind of like we'll see i it's one of those like you have to know the future things but just bear with it um would you rather be in jail for a year or lose two years off of your life and you know that you would lose those two years Hmm. that's a good question I've always wanted to experience jail. I hate you. Why do you say things? Because I, how do we like, even have a show? Like there are times I've always wanted to experience <laughs> anal probing. There's always been a time where I was just like, you know what? If I was in jail, I wouldn't have to do homework right now. If I was in jail, I wouldn't have to mow my lawn. You know, it, I mean, certain you would jails be in jail than mow a lawn. Certain jails are cushy. Certain jails give you three squares a day. Certain jails give you time outside to play on the on the uh, what do they call it on the yard all the time. Some, some jails give you eight inches of pipe in your ass. I don't know if you understand the ramifications of jail compared to the ramifications of having to do an assignment. Yeah, but then like I get that year off where I could just take that year to rest and recalibrate and and for you know formulate a plan moving forward. As a, I mean, two years is a significant. I mean, I guess it would depend on how old I was when I died. Like, if I'm 98, if you want to donk me off at 96, all right, I'm cool with that. Like, that's fine. But if we're like talking 40, and I'm dropping out at 38, like that's seven years from now. Pretty much six years from now. Yeah, but the rest of those years, you're gonna be farting pancake farts because you're not gonna make a sound. <laughs> Oh, gross. I'm definitely it, it, going with take my life. I'm not, I don't want to spend any of my time in prison. Right. Yeah. It, it's a tough one. It's a very good question, to be honest with you. It's not a cush jail either. I'm going to switch that up a bit. You're not just getting like, oh, Mr. Am I in Mr. solitary? No. I would rather. Do I have solitary. a Do I have a cellmate named Bubba? You got Bubba, and Bubba likes your butter. Do I get the top or the bottom bunk? You get your <laughs> dick in your ass. Mine and my own? <laughs> Well, that's sure. impressive. I've no, never had no. that capability before. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to feel good on your spine when Bubba bends you over. Ooh. And you feel like a rag doll. What kind of tattoos does Bubba have? Uh, we don't want to go there, but a lot of it involves somehow uncomfortably Disney characters. Could he tattoo me? <laughs> he surely can. You could have Mulan right on your right cheek. Ooh, be a man. With, with the word be a man underneath it. No, it'll say, I'll make a man out of you. <laughs> And that's how you play this or that on Towing the Line. <laughs> that's very true. Um, just as a shout out, if anyone's listening, a, uh, December 13th, Friday, December 13th, is the Patty Patty. It'll be at the Flop and Slop Studios in Odenton, Maryland. So make sure you come out. We will give more details as we go. But a plug is that you should listen to the 12 Days of Pods because there's going to be some important information in those that will play, pay dividends for you later down the line. So if you're not a current listener, shove it up your ass. Uh, but you should start paying attention. Here's a, one more this or that for you real quick. I'm on Facebook, and I'm on the Marketplace. Uh, and that's kind of basically like a, a people advertising. You can buy shit there. Uh, Thank you for telling me that because I had no idea. I thought Facebook was selling stickers. Okay. Uh, so... This or that, would you pay $700 for the new iPhone that has the three-picture camera lenses on it? Or would you pay $750 to live in Annandale, Virginia for a month in a private one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment? 
basically that what I'm saying is that you could one. yeah what I'm saying is that the the cost of a cell phone is now that commiserable of that of rent right I was thinking about Annandale Virginia and if Bubba also lived there and if he was gonna plug my butt so I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't um, being invaded but yeah I would definitely live there for rent yes very good all righty well this has gone long enough <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you fucking annoyed? No. No, but here's – initially when we started these – because who cares at, at this point? Uh, initially when we started these, they were three minutes, <laughs> right? That's true. We had this cute little music bed that was like three minutes, and then we upped it a little bit more. It got to about seven. Maybe we're topping out at nine. <laughs> what are we at now? We're rolling at 17. <laughs> oh, great. All right. Well, to be fair, it's two shows in one, so it still equates to, what is that, 17 divided by 2, carry the 1, 75 minutes. Um, but tomorrow, <laughs> our Hump Day Hero will be a three-minute show, I promise you that. We might get rid of that, too. Oh, yeah. What do you want to do tomorrow? I don't know. Let's think about it. All right. We'll do a, a Hump Day Zero. There it is. Matt right, and I'll his talk. creative juices on point on Tuesday. Don't ever talk about my juices. Bye! Bubba does. Yeah.